Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. While you're there, be sure to give the show a five-star review. You can also follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod. Well, hello there, Internet. After a short break, we're back. I don't know if we're better than ever, but... Uh, we will be soon. We will be soon. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Craig. I'm Aaron. And uh, you are listening to not just 10 things anymore. We've evolved past that. Yes. It's, it's now about the best things. And that's what makes this back and better than ever. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it we is were, better. That's it. We were wondering why this was going to be better, but it's because it's the Best Things podcast now. Um, one of the reasons we chose to do this is we, we, I don't know about you, Aaron, but back in the day, in the in the before times, <laughs> when we did this, this is just season two, okay? Let's just face it. Like, we just took a year and a half. Yes. It's like Stranger Things. Exactly. It's like Stranger Things. They take forever to come out with new episodes, so we do we, you know? And everybody sits on pins and needles waiting for that. It's true. And so... so hopefully you waited with bated breath and are still subscribed. <laughs> Some of you are going to see this, because we have new cover art, new name. Some of you who have subscribed to us in the past are going to be like, what pod... I don't remember subscribing to this podcast. <laughs> what is this? It's your good old friends, Craig and Aaron. Uh, Aaron, it's... So it's been... It's been a, what, a year. It was last done in June 2020 was our last episode. That was like seven years ago at this point. It's currently uh, November of 21. Um, a lot's changed. Yeah. Um, what's, what's, give us you know, your 30-second recap of your life in the last year and a half. Uh, man, it's just a whirlwind of busyness for me. I mean, can't catch my breath. Uh, I'm happy to finally be slowing down in the last week. My schedule's starting to finally come back to normal. While some people have done less in the last year, I feel like I've done more. It's true. I've I've made uh, a lot of work in the last year. Yeah. So you have been busy. Um, my 30 second recap is kind of similar. You know, the world shut down and everything changed. Um, those of us who are tech inclined, who love creating stuff, I felt like we got, we did, we just got busier because yes. everything went online and you're having to be that person yeah. online. There's a lot of demand for what you do. Yeah. So, except for this kind of thing, apparently. <laughs> well, at, a, at a time when, when podcasts were taking off, we were like, you know, here's a good idea. Let's, let's stop. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's because it, it didn't make us money, which is a great segue into saying yes. that uh, this podcast can actually help make us some money now. Yeah. So if you like what you're hearing uh, and would like to hear more of it, some exclusive stuff. Exclusive content. Yeah. Um, Subscriber-only content. This is You make it sound like it's the OnlyFans or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you... If you want to hear stuff that uh, ordinary schlubs can't hear, then right. you can actually subscribe to uh, to be an exclusive subscriber. I don't know if there's 
because it, it's just subscribe. Like you're subscribed to this podcast now because you're yes. hearing it. But there's an extra subscription. Yes. Um, for the low, low price of $150. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Take a shot. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's $2, two bucks a month, and it unlocks more content uh, that you can find that uh, that helps us out. So that two bucks goes right into us helping make this podcast even better, doing some more stuff with it. So uh, you can find the information in the description notes of this podcast episode. And uh, just go, you know, if you got a spare two, listen, that's less than a lot of stuff that yes. you spend. Especially now. Yeah. That is, you know, a good $16 cheaper than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You bet. Um, $500 cheaper than going to the gas station and filling up. And $50,000 less than a 10-year-old vehicle. That's <laughs> true. Price of cars. We were talking about that earlier. It's crazy. So yeah, hop in the link in the description. And if you're interested in more amazing content like what you're hearing right now, tap that subscribe uh, to some exclusive stuff button. And uh, I don't think that's actually what it says. Subscribe to some exclusive stuff. But you can you can hit uh, support us, and uh, you'll get some exclusive content. But in the meantime, we've got some great content for free for you today for everybody. Aaron, it's getting to be close to your favorite season, right? This yes, is your time of year. It is. Why, why is it your favorite time? Uh, the, the, the holiday season from November through the end of the year, 1st of January. Uh, it's just uh, it's a magical time of year. Not to make it sound like we live in a Hallmark you know, world or anything, <laughs> but uh, I do feel like things hopefully kind of slow down you get to enjoy the season you get to see more friends and family um especially for a lot of people now there's been less seen maybe friends and family over the past 18 months so hopefully we're starting to kind of get those routines back together make some memories make people happy you get some uh, you know you get some of that joy and giving and the sense of community back yeah which you know if this year we get to do, for the most part, people are doing Thanksgiving as normal yeah. again, right? Because last year there was a lot of Zoom Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. Zooms giving, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I think people are actually getting back into it. So today we are going to talk about the best Thanksgiving side dishes. Because really, Thanksgiving, as great as it is to be thankful and have family, it's really about the food. Yes, carb heavy food. Very carb heavy food. Um, sugars, butters, cream. Yeah, anything with fat in it. Yeah, fat and carbs. There's, there's nothing. If you're trying to eat healthy at Thanksgiving, what are you doing with your life? Mm. Like, just, just really, just think about your life decisions and uh, reevaluate your life. So, lots of stuff to go over. So, the format of kind of how we're doing this new format of a show is instead of going over back and forth and talking about the specific number of 10 things, because Lord knows I could never keep track of how many things we were on uh, whenever we did this last time. That was tough. <laughs> um, we're just going to kind of talk about all the things. And I promise you, this is not going to be a 10 hour podcast. Um, even though it, it, there's a lot of stuff to cover, we're still going to be concise about it, but like we're going to, we're going to hopefully dive into it. So I think, I think without further, we need to get into our first little segment here talking about the contenders and the pretenders. Like 
let's separate the two. What what are the ones that we would say are not the best? They're they're as far away from the best as they can be. What Thanksgiving foods fall at the bottom of the list for you? Okay. Let me start by asking you a question though. I am here for the questions. Are we allowing foods that are eaten at multiple times throughout the year? Let's just say something like mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's you eat that. It's not just a, like a Thanksgiving exclusive food. So, do we get to allow that to be in the conversation? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, because I mean that is a Thanksgiving food staple, though. You know, it is. Like name name a place that doesn't have thank, uh, mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving, and I'll show you a household that doesn't appreciate America. <laughs> I don't want to be at that Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> Uh, so what is it for you at the bottom of the list? Are there, are there some of these? Cause we may disagree right off the bat Yeah. on what, okay. What some of us think are at the bottom and what aren't the bottom of the list for me is going to be any sort of sweet potato no. or yam. No. Really? Dish. Yeah. At the bottom? That's at the bottom of the list. I was going to put that as I, a I, potential best. Uh, I, I had a feeling. I actually ran uh, this question on one of my social media pages the other day. Best Thanksgiving side. And I would say, out of all the comments that I've had, I'm just looking back through them. Sweet potatoes, sweet potato casserole, or candied yams. Probably was the overwhelming majority of people that commented said that was their favorite side. And I understand it because I think it's kind of one of those Thanksgiving and or Christmas season exclusive foods. Like when else during the year are you eating sweet potato casserole, candied yams? I mean, it's kind of limited to this part of the year. So I understand some people's affinity to, to, to gravitate toward that dish. I just don't like sweet potatoes. See, I I love sweet potatoes, and the thing is, my my mom makes a great sweet potato casserole. The picture that you showed me looks like one of the better types of. I would be more interested in trying that. The stuff with the marshmallows, the all marshmallows. Over, I can't do the marshmallows. I, I just can't. I mean, I, I've had it. So, would you put that at the bottom of your list with ma- with marshmallows? Yes. Yeah. If that was the only one that was at a Thanksgiving dinner you were at, would you put it on your plate? If that was the only sweet potato? Yeah. With marshmallows. Oh, that's a hard question. I, mm, it depends on what else would be there. Like, you know, I, I, I want to be careful because I, I think Lauren's family might do the, the, the marshmallow. And I don't think I usually put that on there. Or if I do, I scrape off them. It just feels weird having marshmallow. Like that seems like one of those super American things. And maybe that's why people do it. But to have marshmallows with your entree i mean sweet potato already by itself is sweet like brown sugar and all that it kind of feels like one of those midwestern kind of where they like put cookies and all sorts of they call this stuff salad you know and it's like mayonnaise mostly mayonnaise and jello exactly (laughs) so i think what you're saying is sweet potato casserole does have the ability to potentially be one of the worst thanksgiving sides that's true yeah okay but the way I like it, it's a contender for the best. And I would be willing to I would be willing to try it. Okay. But the marshmallow kind? Eh. Isn't 
where do you stand? We may disagree on this one too, because this would be near the bottom for me on uh, cranberry sauce. See, and I'm going to put that up at the top. Wow, this is I'm going to put it up at the top. Already going great. <laughs> uh, and I love to make. I've got my own cranberry sauce recipe that I make every year. So you're not doing it from a can. No, 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 no. We're we're making it you from, don't have the, like from the, the sliced. The the jelly. No, that's like that's eating jelly. My dad loves that stuff. Oh, I've I've got family that love it yeah, too. He loves it. Like my mom will make some kind of other cranberry thing. He's like, give me the as jelly. Good as that is, this is shaped like a can. Yeah, this is Thanksgiving to me. Yeah, and I I mean I understand. There's nostalgia with it. Yeah, so I understand it. I know it's a very polarizing side though. Yeah, for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but I will tell you, I have converted cranberry sauce haters with my homemade cranberry sauce. Oh. Uh, even my wife, not a big cranberry sauce fan, but she likes the homemade. What's, what's in it? I mean, don't give away your recipe here, but like, I mean, what, what makes it special? It's going to have... Uh, don't some, you say the secret ingredient is love. <laughs> no, no. It, it's going to have some citrus juice, some citrus zest, which I think multiple citrus zests go into it, mm. which really kind of help take it over the top. And I think... It's got a few little warming spices in it uh, and maybe a little special something that gives mm. a little kick. But the thing I think that cranberry sauce Cholula. does... <laughs> it's got Cholula all in it. What I think cranberry sauce does that no other Thanksgiving food does, we just said it was a very carb-laden, fat-forward oh, meal. I see where you're going. So that cranberry sauce, especially the kind that we make, it's not overly sweet. I, it up. I use... Um, local uh, honey to sweeten mine with and then you add that citrus zest to it you get that kind of acidic tart thing that kind of brightens up the rest of the meal where everything else is heavy that can help cut through okay. some of the some of the heaviness of the rest of the meal okay well uh, it's clear so far that neither one of these we're going to agree are going to be the best they're not going to be the worst Let's, we got to find something that we can both agree is the worst English peas for me, yeah. is, is my least... I think we've agreed here. <laughs> or a dish that has, like, I've got some family, they bring, like, a cauliflower English pea mayonnaise mm. oh. salad thing. I'm sorry. Okay? And that's not for me. No. It's not. I, no. I, I don't like I don't like peas, honestly, probably in any way. Black-eyed peas, green peas, just... I, I can do some black eyed peas, but the green peas for sure it's out. Yeah, I can't do it. So we agree. That's at the we found we found our bottom dwellers. Anything with kale in it is my next bottom dweller. I don't know that we ha- I don't I don't ever eat a lot of kale. I, I never find myself in a situation where there's kale. Uh, green bean casserole or asparagus casserole. Like I like a good asparagus. I like but I like it like charred, you know, grilled with this little bit of snap to it. If it's in a mushy, you know, I, 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 I don't jive well with that. You've always kind of been an anti-casserole kind of guy. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm not a big on so, casseroles. Right. So, and again, traditional green bean casseroles, not one of my favorite things. But we do make a homemade version of it with fresh green beans. We make our own sauce. And I feel like it's it's always a requested dish that, hey, make sure that you bring that green bean casserole. And I think it stands apart from just your canned soup, canned green beans, French's 
fried onions that go on top. We do all sorts of special things with right. it to make it a more special dish. And I think that comes through. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're, and granted, we're both kind of foodie people. We are, yeah. So I think when you take canned things, you just, I, I'm not a big fan of canned food. Canned things, yeah. That And that's where, you know, a lot of old memories tend to come from. Yeah. That's where, now, like my... My my parents are very foodie forward too, and so thankfully they do the same thing. They they have evolved a lot of their dishes over the years and have made things different. And so not not much comes from it. But my dad still, you know, he is. You're probably listening to this, Dad. I'm calling you out because he still likes some of those those things because it is it's nostalgia. It's probably the same reason I love that sweet potato casserole. It's so nostalgic to me, and I love it so much. Um, I'm curious where you stand on Brussels sprouts. Are you a Brussels sprout fan or fiend? Fan. Me too. If they're done right. If they're done right. Boiled Brussels sprouts. No. Uh, as a kid, it was one of the worst things yeah. ever. But once we we learned to start roasting them mm-hmm. and... You season them well. Season them. Uh, sometimes we'll do like a balsamic glaze or something like that that goes with them. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing... That would be up at the top for me as a top contender. I don't know if it's a contender for me quite, but it's good. But we eat those regularly throughout the year. I mean, that's on the menu at our house uh, several times every month. So it's not like a special thing at Thanksgiving. you got to be careful. This is something that me and Lauren have learned. you got to be careful with the Brussels sprouts because you can make them so good you want to keep eating them, and they're very fiber-forward. They, they are that, yes. <laughs> they will, they'll come back and get the, you. The, they, uh, they have some other health side benefits, right? They, they, That's true. You don't have to take the Metamucil the next day. <laughs> um, so I, I think we're, we're starting to paint a picture here. Uh, what about some other things? What are... Uh, All right, corn dishes at Thanksgiving. Oh, it's a plethora of corn dishes you could have. So I think that you kind of have to narrow that down to like, what's the best corn dish at Thanksgiving? That's a good point. There's there's a lot of them. Do you, do you guys ever do just straight up corn on the cob? I I don't think we have. I can't I can't think of a time that we have either. I always associate that more as like a summertime, mm-hmm. you know, a backyard barbecue. Um, we do. I'm trying to think now. My, Lauren loves cream corn. Yes. I'm not a big cream corn fan. Again, it's a texture thing for me. It's the, that mushy, you know, kind of situation. But there's always a corn pudding at our uh, at really? our, our Thanksgiving table. Yeah. Uh, my sister's uh, always, she's always the corn casserole or corn pudding. I don't know what you call it. Probably different things in different parts of the country. Um, but that's always there. It's middle of the road for me. I can take it or leave it. Yeah. I'm going to put a spoonful of it on my plate. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of things at Thanksgiving that you, that you eat, that you are indifferent to. Like yeah. this, this is Thanksgiving food. This is part of the day and, and you enjoy it. Probably some of these things you enjoy it more because of the day. Like if you were to, if I was to give this to you on an August afternoon, you know, put on your plate, you're going to, you may even pass Right. But on Thanksgiving, you kind of get ex- like sweet potato casserole. I never have it any other time of the year. Exactly. Never have it. Exactly. Except on Thanksgiving. And maybe that's, it's kind of like the McRib. Yeah. Like there are some of these things like distance makes the heart grow fonder. Right. 
you desire it more <laughs> because yeah. you can't you don't yeah. have it no i i think you're 100 percent right um you think we should take a little break a little ad break yeah. oh hey ad break yeah Let's take a break and we'll come back and really start figuring out who the contenders are for best thing in just a minute. And welcome back into the show. Um, so we, we've talked about Brussels sprouts. We've talked about corn dishes. Well, we, we started the conversation on corn dishes. I feel like there's still some more to go. Yeah. I mean, you could just do straight corn, like Yep, just off the off the cob corn, you yeah. know, just your standard corn. And I think that's what we typically do. If we're gonna do a corn dish, is like that grilled charred corn just yes. sliced off and I would like to propose though something that I think we both are fond of. Uh, and it's at one of our favorite kind of casual fast dining options in the Florida area. Mm. Uh, how about corn nuggets at Thanksgiving? Corn nuggets. We should we should normalize fried foods at Thanksgiving. It, we should. There's not much of it on the There's table. There's really not. And we should normalize I mean, you it. may have a deep fried turkey. Okay. I, can we talk about... Okay, yeah. I know this is not a turkey episode, but I, I need to talk about this for a second. Go ahead. Because uh, I was watching a video today on deep frying a turkey, and it's so dangerous. Like, it's incredibly dangerous. People burn their houses down every year by doing this. All the time. But my thing is, why does it have to be... We don't we don't deep fry whole chickens. We, we cut up the chicken, batter it, and deep fry it. Why are we trying to do that with turkey? Like, why are we trying to do the whole turkey in there? Why can't we just chop up the turkey, put a turkey, like, deep fry it just like we would a chicken? I've never seen anybody do that. Because nobody does it. Why? And, and I don't know. It makes no sense to me at all why we are trying <laughs> to drop a whole turkey. It's so dangerous. People are doing it frozen and yes. it just blows up. Yeah. Sorry. Little little side rant. I just saw that video today. I'm like, why are we why are we doing this when we could chop it up and serve the pieces? You'll get you get more surface fried area. That's that you're making a lot of great points Thank here. Thank you. Why has nobody in the turkey industry tried to promote this? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know why personally. It it baffles me. I, and I don't know why I've never thought about it until today. But it makes complete sense. Uh, but yeah, normalized fried food at Thanksgiving. I think that's a great idea. Corn nuggets are corn nuggets are amazing. They are. And they're they're pourable. Mm -hmm. Most corn dishes you're chasing the corn around on your plate, trying to get it on the fork. Uh, if it's a if it's a creamed corn, I mean, it's just kind of running everywhere. Do you like fried corn on the cob? Have you ever had it? Yes. Dixie yep. Cafe back Dixie in the Cafe. day. Dixie Cafe, chicken fried corn on the cob. It, yeah, and it was it was really good. And I haven't thought of that until until you just mentioned it. I um, haven't thought about it until I just mentioned it either. Yeah. Good. I don't think any does anywhere outside of the South think about you <laughs> how know, can we fry things deep frying a cob of corn? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you would think it. May, I mean, like a, it's kind of like a state fair type food. It really is. Uh, and that was good. It was good. It was seasoned. That's probably the best thing Dixie Cafe ever had. Rest in peace. Are they still around anywhere? No, I don't think so. I don't think they are either. 
I think them and Ryan's both kind of hit the. Yeah. Which Ryan's was a buffet. It was the buffet. Rip yeah. buffets everywhere. Yeah. There's still a couple hanging on. There's some Chinese food buffets out there. We ate at, and this is kind of like going off topic here, but we ate at a Golden Corral mm-hmm. a couple of months ago for the first time in a long time. And I told Erica, remind me, if I ever suggest like, <laughs> hey, maybe we should try this, let's never do it again. It was awful. I can imagine. It was awful. I, I, and I, the, I can't see any scenario where I want to go to a buffet. The price of it. Oh, gosh. It was like 17, 18 bucks a person. Yeah. Just to eat like food that was in a can that was dumped into these trays. It, there was nothing that I found good or appetizing about it. Yeah, I think back in the day, that was the allure. Like, you could have all you could eat for like five bucks. That makes sense if you're if you're tight on, on your finances. But I, don't, I still don't think it's worth the risk. Not that it's a risk. It just, it feels gross now. Like, even pre-COVID, I wasn't going to a lot of buffets. Yeah. Um, because if you sit and think about it for any length of time, it just kind of grosses you out to think you know now they're offering you everybody gets a glove which i think you know why didn't we think of that before <laughs> at the buffet because that does make more sense you know let's all put a glove on if we're going to pick up this spoon yeah. but you you got those sneeze guards up there but then you think uh, about the sneeze guard and eh, it the, the fact they have to call it a sneeze guard should tell you everything you need to know exactly it's not just a food guard it's not just no, it's called a sneeze guard. And the problem is there's people that are shorter than the sneeze guard. <laughs> it's true. But not only that, like just the food itself. Like it's not good food. It is substandard food. It is dang near close to airline food. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's got to be oversalted to keep it edible out there. For it all lacked flavor. It tasted one note flat. There was just there was nothing about that experience. The desserts they all have sort of this chemically strange yeah. processed taste well, to them. When you have Brussels sprouts next to chocolate pudding, I just it, something yeah. isn't right. Yeah, the only thing they had that I actually enjoyed, they had some big yeast rolls, mm-hmm. and the rolls were good. That was probably the thing I enjoyed the most. Yeah, and their salad bar, they've got a lot of options on the salad bar. So outside of having options to build a salad and the yeast rolls, yeah, it wasn't worth it. No. Yeah, there's not, there's not even like pizza buffets. Like that pizza ends up cold after about 10 minutes. So buffets are pretenders at Thanksgiving. Don't go they to are. a Thanksgiving yeah. buffet don't, unless you have to. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Um, I want to give a shout out to somebody by the name of Dean that commented on my post about asking the favorite Thanksgiving sides. Uh, he had the best answer of everyone. You know, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side? His answer was the side facing the table. <laughs> Good comment. So, Who was that? Dean? Dean. Yeah. Good job, Dean. So I, I, that gave me a real laugh. And uh, yeah, he's right. I want to be facing the table at Thanksgiving for sure. Uh, somebody else commented underneath his a post and said, uh, I want to be on the side facing the table without vegetables. So, uh, you know, you got some vegetable snobs out there for sure. Um, looking on Twitter, um, just seeing what people are saying about the best Thanksgiving side. We got some, some people saying green bean casserole is the best Thanksgiving side. 
And I think it's one of those sort of like sweet potato casserole where it's one of those menu options that you don't eat very often. It's true. Several other people are talking about one that we haven't talked about yet, and it's a big one. I'm going to guess. Okay. I don't know that this is would be a contender for us. Maybe it is. Stuffing. That That's where I was going. Is it? Stuffing slash dressing. Which do you prefer? There is a difference. There is a big difference. Uh, and depending on where you're at in the country, people, you know, you've got... Typically, it feels like in the South, people eat dressing as a whole more. Mm-hmm. People further north have stuffing. And you don't have to have your stuffing inside the bird. I mean, you make, you know, you can make stuffing outside of the dish. Now, I was born and raised in the South. But for some reason, I kind of lean towards stuffing over dressing. Do you really? I do. I mean, I that like That surprises them. me for some I reason. I like them both. But, and... I'm going to contradict something I said earlier about not liking canned and processed things. Oh, you're a Stouffer's man, aren't you? I love that stovetop stuffing. You know, that's just... uh, Stovetop, not Stouffer's. Yeah. Stovetop stuffing is good. Uh, See, I I have a really... it's It's a juxtaposition, really, for me because the flavor you get with a stuffing is great because you're getting... The turkey steam, the turkey juices are dropping down in there. You got all that stuff happening. But then the 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 dressing on the outside, it's got the crunch. You get it's the got crisp. the crust. Yeah. It's got it's got the texture that I'm looking for. And so it's it's a mm, it's a tough call for I me. always put both on my plate. Yeah. Same here. I get made fun of. Nobody else really in our family wants the stuffing. So I get laughed at. I get told that I'm adopted. I get told that I'm not a real <laughs> Southerner. And I'll take all of that. But I do like the stuffing. Now, what I do with my stuffing, once it's made, I'll put it in a little casserole dish and I pop it under the broiler for a few minutes and kind of oh. crisp up the exterior to get that kind of, you know, mimic yeah. what the dressing does in the pan. But chicken and dressing, it's. It's good, too. It is. I, I guess, I don't know. I've been I've been called not a Southerner for a long time. I'm just used to it by now. Right. I, I guess I didn't put, I didn't think that there was a connection between, like, the South in a specific way. But I guess there is. The more that I've read and seen and just talking with people in general, it really feels like it's that breakdown of dressing seems to be a Southern staple. Uh, and typically it's a cornbread thing. Um, so I feel like cornbread's a bigger deal in the South cornbread, than it is yeah. in other places. Yeah. So, well, speaking of cornbread, I think a big contender for both of us would be, and I would just put bread bread in yeah. a category. Cause for us, we, my mom always does the yeast rolls, oh, those yeah. soft, yeah. buttery, that extra little butter on top when yeah, it's fresh out of the oven just kind of dripping uh, off of there yeasty just goodness like that's the first thing i'm looking for when i get to mom's house absolutely is is show me show me to the rolls because she's usually pulling them out of the oven and i can sneak one before dinner so are you what, what you would prefer that probably over cornbread 100 times out of 100 what about like crescent rolls or just your 
Sister Schubert's or whatever they are, dinner rolls. Between those, probably the crescent rolls. Yeah. But the the yeast rolls, they serve a double purpose because you eat them hot and fresh when that meal's ready, you know, maybe mm-hmm. snack on a few before. Yeah. But then two or three hours later, That's what exactly are you going right. to do? You're going to go back to the kitchen and you're going to make that, uh, you know, that little turkey roll, that turkey sandwich on a roll. Exactly. And it, it, that that will be good for days. Absolutely. It's not just that day of. If they last that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You warm them up in a little toaster oven. Man, I knew this was going to make us hungry. Um, mac and cheese. Yes. Okay. There is what I would say a lot of people put as their number one dish. It's got to be up there for sure. Like, there's no way around it, right? It is a, an absolute must. But it, it's one of those deals we eat it all throughout the year. That's true. So does that knock some points off of it? I think you got to kind of count something off. Yeah. Now, it is such a good side. I mean, when you put cheese into anything. That's true. It's already up Especially there the when you add cheese to carbs. <laughs> no doubt. 100%. And the best kind have bacon in it. Yeah. And then you got that extra cheesy crust on top. Mm. So I think even if you deduct a few points for this is a dish that we eat all year long, it's such a high-ranking contender that I still think it's right up there as arguably the best side dish. I would agree with that. So let, let's let's start landing this plane then. Yeah. What let's do it this way. Okay. This is our this is our first episode back. We're we're knocking off the rust. We both said that during the break. We feel a little rusty here. But let's figure out. Give me your your top two your top two, and I'll give you my top two, and see see if we your top two Thanksgiving sides. If you can only have two, what are they going to be? Mm. What what's the best? And let's see if 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 after I say mine, we can come to some kind of a consensus here. Let me ask a question before we before we jump there. Okay. We haven't discussed gravy. Does gravy count as a Thanksgiving Ooh. side? My brother would say yes. The giblet gravy. Or is it just a component that gets added? Well, it depends on, I would say it depends on its use for you. Because for me, it is an accoutrement yes. to any mashed potatoes or dressing that we have It's there. just to enhance exactly what you're already eating. My brother has his own bowl for it. He's eating it like a soup. Yeah, he, he's, he's going all in. That's like his, his jam. So I would say it's, it's user dependent is what I would say. So mashed potatoes and gravy can be one thing. I would I would say yes. Dressing, or dressing and gravy, and gravy yes. can be one thing. I would not classify for the sake of our conversation okay. today as its own side. I'm with you. Is there anything we're leaving out before? I guess we we. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that people do. You know, there's there's carrots you do. I mean, we didn't discuss mashed potatoes, but I think it's a given. That's got to be there. Yeah. It's a high ranking contender. But I again, I'm going to deduct points from it. Just because you eat it all the time, you eat it all the time. But if you think about it, we eat rolls all the time too. <laughs> Man, we do. We do. We do. But go ahead, give us, give us your two. Oh, that it's it's so tough. Green bean casserole. Okay. 
and mac and cheese? I would have gone sweet potato casserole and mac and cheese. So I think we have to say it. The, the it, best thing it, at Thanksgiving. It, mac and cheese. I mean, was there really a doubt? Like going into this, we thought maybe some other contender might pop up. But mac and cheese, it's got to be. I want to say, though, if, if it's going to be mac and cheese, make it special mac and cheese. I agree with that. Don't make it out-of-the-box craft no, mac and cheese. No, you got to put some love into it. Do a little extra butter. You know, e- extra. Good cheese. Maybe uh, one of those uh, panko breadcrumb toppings yes, on it. absolutely. Uh, Add a little bacon. Bacon, some Parmesan over the top. Maybe even some chive or green onion. Play mm-hmm. around with your noodle. Okay, this is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> your your family pasta show. noodle. <laughs> This is a family show. Go man. crazy with with your shapes. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be macaroni. No, get the cavatappi, pastas the, and cheese. I mean, just yeah, let it be special. Is, is there a? Uh, do you have a uh, like if you're if you're going off of your traditional macaroni or sh- even shells? Is there a pasta, a noodle you like with your mac and cheese? Yes, I think it's the cavatappi. It's a big spiral noodle. Yes, um, the spirally. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it just helps trap the sauce in those big crevices. That's it. 100%. Yes. 100% agree. So we agree. The be- there was not a lot of debate at the end of this. No. One. The best thing, the best Thanksgiving side is mac and cheese. Okay. Now we just got to figure out the best Thanksgiving dessert at some point. <laughs> that may, Maybe that should be our bonus episode. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about the best Thanksgiving dessert, you've got to subscribe. And uh, it's just two bucks a month. Okay. Automatically comes out. You have to worry about it. But if you want more information about that, tap the link in the description. If you want to hear us talk about the best Thanksgiving dessert. Okay. That should be a fun one. Um, well, I think that's it for episode season two, Ooh. episode one. New, uh, lots of new stuff happening going on here, but there's some things that always remain the same, isn't there? There is stuff that people need to do. Find us on social media. Yeah, we're there somewhere. Best things pod at best things pod. Let us know what your favorite Thanksgiving side is. That's something brand new. Yes. Yeah. You we- can actually talk to us. Yes. Not just type to us. No. You can leave us a voice message. We would love to hear them. We're going to put them at the end of these episodes. We want to hear your... So you get to be on a podcast. If, even if you never thought you were going to be a podcaster, you get to be on a podcast. Let us know if we got it right. Yeah. Give us your opinion on what you think is the best Thanksgiving side. Were there any errors or, om- or omissions? You know, Omis- I bet there was omissions. There's just something out there. We forgot something. Well, there's there's got to be. like there's There's people out there who grew up eating something off the wall. Oh yeah. That we would have never thought about. That is that is what is Thanksgiving to them. For example, I've got some great friends. Her family is Italian. They came here from Italy. Thanksgiving to them is having lasagna. It's not Thanksgiving if lasagna is not on the table. Really? So, you know, I would have never thought about. No. Do, do you guys do salad? No. No. See, I don't think we do. We don't either. But yeah, drop us a comment. Link in the description for that too. Just give us a quick, don't don't overthink it. Just give us your opinion. Leave a voicemail telling us what you think. Um, I think they can also rate us. Give us some, uh, some kind of review. Five stars is what we'd like. Yeah, be very helpful. Thumbs um, ups. We've got. We still have people who are listening. 
uh, even during our hiatus. So thank you. If you were listening to some past episodes, re-listening to some, or maybe you found us during the past year and a half and you're like, well, what happened to these guys? They haven't put anything out in a year. Uh, we're still here. We're still here. We're still alive. So thank you. Just thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Anything else, Aaron? You got anything? You want to no. tell the world? I, I'm just looking for that big plate of Thanksgiving food. Yeah, we'll be here soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will talk at you next time. Bye-bye.